Pavage Daily Hot Takes. Um, back again um, this morning. I actually got a lot of stuff I want to talk about this morning. Um, the first thing I want to talk about being the NBA Awards, just as a show and as a spectacle. I saw a lot of people on Twitter last night complaining, you know, like um, um, about the awards show. And I think everybody needs to shut the hell up. I think it's a great show. I think it's a great event for the sport of basketball. And I think what people need to realize is it's not really about you. It's about the kids and, like, about the casual fans. Like, if you're listening to me talking right now, you probably genuinely care about basketball. So the award show probably wasn't that interesting to you. You probably remember the days when they gave out the trophies, you know, um, in the playoffs, which was dope. Like, it was great for its time. But also the NBA wasn't in the spot. The NBA and society in general and the Internet wasn't in the spot in which it is right now. Um, we need those moments. Like, we need to see Giannis at a podium. Um, we need the memes that we'll get. You know, we need to have, you know, the moment of the year. Um, we need the bird and, you know, magic being honored. We need those things. Um, I wish the show would be a little bit earlier, like maybe a week before, maybe like before the draft or something like that. But even still, it's hard to have it before the draft because, you know, the championship winner is still celebrating. Um, so it's hard to have it before the draft. But, Still, like I, I, I just, I just think the NBA awards is a great event, and I love it, and I think it needs to continue. Um, again, it's for the kids, man. Like, you're just making it an event, you know. Like, it, it's people probably felt this way about the BET awards when, like, when, when like the BET awards first started. I don't know, but because we didn't have Twitter, but still, like, trust me, man. It's a great event. I love what the NBA is doing with it. I love how the NBA pretty much makes everything an event. Like I said, I remember when the NBA used to end. Like, there was a point in time. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when the NBA ended. Like, there was a point in time when basketball dead ass ended. Free agency was not the way it is now. You know, excuse me, people, you know, switch teams and sign. But it wasn't like what it is now. There was a point in time in the offseason in which you, like, really struggled to find, you know, news or to find NBA content, you know, like 10 years ago, I couldn't do these podcasts in the offseason because there's nothing to fucking talk about. After the championship, you know, is like decided what like and the draft, what are we talking about? Summer League wasn't even really a thing like that. Like it was, but it wasn't. Um, free agency wasn't a thing like that. Like it was, but it wasn't. Um, and it, 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 it you know, basketball was a was a what seven month sport. Now it's literally three hundred and sixty five days of the year, seven days a week, twenty four hours. It never stops. So shout out to NBA Awards. Shout out to NBA for putting on a great event. Um, yeah, what I do want to talk about is these awards. Most of them shits I don't agree with, and I think the media members, whoever's in the media voting for this shit, I don't think they know basketball, and I think they're very disrespectful. Like, look, okay. Main one's the MVP, right? If you don't want to give it to Harden, first of all, right, after the first, the last game of the season, I think that Harden, Harden and the Rockets as a whole didn't end the season the way they needed to end it. I think that, you know, that run that the Thunder went on late, and I think they lost with a 10-point lead in, like, the fourth quarter, and Harden missed the game winner or something like that. I think I think he missed the game winner or PZ hit the game winner or something like that, whatever. I think that the way he ended the season wasn't the best. But I don't know what the voter discrepancy was. Well, I know I don't have it, like, on hand right now. But the voter discrepancy was way too disrespectful for the kind of season that James Harden had. To me, James Harden is my MVP, and it wasn't close. I don't think it was close. I think Harden was by far the MVP. Um, 
for one um never in my life since actually no never 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 in my life have I seen a season like what I saw from James Harden this year never in my life offensively and even defense, like people's like, oh, he don't play defense. Man, he got some all defensive team votes, second in uh, steals, second in pass deflections. I think it was the top like 90th percentile in like post defense. For guards, he was probably one of the best post defenders for a guard. So he played defense. Also, they switched everything. He has to play defense. Also, half of his team was hurt for half of the year. He has to play defense. When your man ain't out there, you got to play. You got to do uh, some of his biggest plays of the year to me were on defense. The steal he had in the garden, that's defense. I think he had a rebound in, like, the 50-point game against Miami. That sealed the game. Or one of them games, he had mad points. Like, some of his biggest plays this year were on defense. Even in the playoffs, in which he had the horrible shooting game. The reason why I was so impressed by that game, um, I think it was game three or against Utah. The reason why I was so impressed by that game was he had six steals. He didn't let the fact that he shot bad um, take him completely out the game and let him have a terrible game. He still found other ways to produce. As far as it goes for Giannis, basically Giannis put up pretty much the same stats. He played 70, so he played less games, put up basically the same stats. Um, what he, he averaged last year in 36 minutes, averaged 26, 10, 8, uh, uh, 1.5, and uh, 4.8. This year in 32 minutes, 27, 12, 5, uh, 1.3 and 1.5. So basically, the only thing that really happened with them this year was your team got better. Middleton became an all-star. You added Brook Lopez. Brogdon had a 50-40-90 season. You also added Nico for the games that he was there. You added George Hill. I don't think Ilya Sova was there last year. No, he wasn't. He was with the Sixers. Basically, the only thing that happened was your team got better. You didn't really get that much better. We looking at, yeah, basically what happened was your team got better. Brogdon was a rookie. Um, Middleton averaged more points last year, but bless Broden was a rookie. You had Jabari there for 31 games. He wasn't there that much. I think didn't Jabari think he tore his ACL again last year, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, your team got better. That's the really the only thing that happened was you. They added better pieces to your team, and you did, and also and also a better coach, and the the parts around you got better. When I look at James Harden's season. Pull up the numbers, cause I wanna, uh, cause I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make sure I'm correct on this. Last year he averaged 35 and eight. This year he averaged 36, seven, six, and two steals. In basically one more minute, he played 35 minutes last year. He played 36 minutes this year. He played one more minute. So. In his MVP season, he actually dominated more than what he did in his MVP season. The only thing that happened with Harden was his team got worse. Chris Paul took a step back. Also, Chris Paul wasn't there half the year. Even if we read the games of how many people, how many games each person played. Uh, so we got P.J. Tucker at 82. Harden at 73. So Harden also played, what, six more games than Giannis? Um, let me uh, bring up, wanna make sure I bring up... Um, yeah, uh, the so I can read the um games played by Giannis' team next. Um, Harden played seventy eight, Jared Green seventy three, Eric Gordon sixty eight, Capella sixty seven, Chris Paul fifty eight, 
excuse me, Austin Rivers, 47, Fareed, 25, Shump, 20, Nene, 42, James Ennis got traded half the year, 40, he got traded, uh, Gary Clark, 51, go over here to the Bucks. we got Brooke Lopez, 81, Eric Blesso, 78, Chris Minutes, 77, Tony Snell, 47, Ilya Sova, 47, Broaden, 64. So basically, your three, your, your, Broaden plays 64. Harden's three main players, I would say, would probably be Capella and Chris Paul. Chris Paul played 58, Capella played 67. We got Brooke Lopez at 81. We got Eric Blesso at 78. We got Middleton at 77. And we got Broaden at 64. So for the most part, you had more help with you for most of the year. And I just think that Harden is the most disrespected superstar I can remember seeing. Like, superstar that I can remember seeing. All because people don't like the way he plays. I think the media is just hung up with, oh, we don't, you know, we don't want to crown the way he plays. We don't like the way he plays. Not even understanding that he has to play that way. I think that the media was is, I think that Giannis is being forced upon us as the new face of the league. I'm going to keep it all the way G with you. Besides... The most impressed I was with Giannis throughout the season was the game against Philadelphia in which he scored 52 and lost. He scored 52. That was the only time I was like, yo, Giannis is out here like doing some doing some MVP type shit. I don't think Giannis had an MVP moment. Tell me one moment from the season that you remember from Giannis. Tell me. Now in the playoffs, I think the Pistons series was great, but also you playing against the fucking Pistons without Blake Griffin. The second round against the Bucks, the actually Actually, against the Bucks, they took Giannis off the court and increased the lead many of times. So what I remember in that series ain't Giannis, it's George Hill. And then against the Raptors, yeah, they went up 2-0 and lose four straight games. So again, when you compare regular season to regular season, I don't think there's any type of comparison between what Giannis did and what Harden did. There's no comparison. And I think that for the media to vote on it the way they, I think it was like, I think it was like, uh, uh, like Harden got 28 first place votes and Giannis got like 121. That is disrespectful to the game of basketball. What are you watching? At some point in time with the MVP award, we have to start giving it to the best player and not the best player on the best team. Giannis was not the best player this season. He was on the best team, the best player on the best team, but he was not the best player. So, you gave the MVP to a guy who realistically might have much better seasons than what he had this year. I don't think James Harden can, I, 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 like, what, what possibly, the, 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 the next step for Harden is, is averaging fucking 40, and that's unrealistic. You probably can't even average 36, 7, 2, and 6 on your my player. Then everybody say, oh, he shot mad threes. Yeah, he took 13 threes tonight, but shot 36% on those threes. For you to shoot, 13 threes a night, all unassisted. It ain't some Steph Curry shit in which you run around the goddamn court, running around screens with the other greatest shooter ever in your backcourt. It ain't that. I got Chris Paul in the backcourt with me. Shout out Chris Paul. Love CB3. One of my favorite players growing up. That ain't Klay Thompson when it comes to shooting the ball. Period. So, so the fact that you shot 13 threes a night and shot 38, 36% on them is fucking incredible. That's pretty efficient. Especially when they're unassisted. Ain't like the man... You know, uh, uh, getting the ball passed on for open threes. 
He coming up court saucing people up. People say, oh, I don't like him getting fouled. Bro, Michael Jordan was taking 13 free throws a game. Did you have an issue with that? Did you have an issue with Steph Curry in the finals flopping everywhere? I ain't hear nobody say nothing about that. Kawhi Leonard in the finals flopping everywhere. I ain't hear nobody say nothing about that. Joel Embiid, all playoffs flopping everywhere. I ain't hear nobody say nothing about that. Giannis himself even took... How many free throws? 9.5 free throws a night. So what are we talking about? You voted for Giannis because you don't like the way James Harden plays the game of basketball. That's disrespectful to what Harden did this year. He scored 30 points 30 straight times. I'm going to go month by month. I'm going to look at the splits. Everybody say, oh, in October, he was bad. The first couple games, he was bad. He came in out of shape. Still gave you 28, 6, and 9. Wow, out of shape. November, 31, 5, and 8. December, 36, 6, and 8. January, 43, 8, and 7. February, 37, 6, and 5. March, 35. 6 and 7. April 32. 8 and 7. Let's go to Giannis. Go to the splits. What did he do? Month by month. Let's judge. October 25, 14, and uh, 5. November 28, 12, and 6. December 12, no, 25, 12, and 6. January, the month that Harden averaged 43 fucking points a night. Giannis, on the other hand, gave you 25, 12, and 5. Then February, which he played nine games, 30, 12, and 6. Then March, 29, 12, and 6. Then April, which he played three games, 34, 11, and 7. So in what month did you think that Giannis outplayed James Harden? I want to know. You want to talk to me about the rebounds? That's cool. But I remember the Bucks on a, on national television. I was watching the game. The man said, yeah, Brooke Lopez don't get many rebounds. But the man does a great job of boxing out for other people to get rebounds. Talk to me about the rebounds, but you got Brooke Lopez boxing out for you. You talk to me about the assists, but you playing with Brogdon, who a 50-40-90 player. And Middleton. And you playing with Brooke Lopez, who for, for fucking some reason turned into goddamn Steph Curry this season, which he wasn't doing last year. So... I just want to know in what month do you think Giannis played better than James Harden? Now, look, I want to give a shout-out to Giannis. I think Giannis is a great human being. His story is inspirational. You know, coming from Greece, well, coming from Nigeria, then coming from Greece, you know, his four brothers, they all lived in, you know, one room. His four brothers, mom and dad, all lived in a one-room apartment. It's beautiful. It's a true testament to hard work. But if we're talking about MVPs and we're talking about awards, ain't no goddamn way he should have got to the war over Harden. I think that this is the league searching for a new face in the league. Also, the media, Giannis is very nice with the media. You got Nike, he got the ads. He seems super cool. He's a very personable, likable guy. And they voted for that man based off that. Because if you're talking about basketball, I don't understand why it's even a, even a fucking discussion. Also, I think James Harden should have been on the all-defensive team over Klay Thompson. I'm happy he got some votes. I knew he wasn't going to make it because, again, there's this narrative that Harden can't play defense off of a couple... Uh, vines that you had five years ago when the man got to go out there and do pretty much everything for his team offensively. 
off a couple of vines that you had five years ago when the man got caught lacking standing still. So you create this hard and don't play no defense narrative. And you want to talk about the head-to-head matchups. Uh, shout out Urkel. He brought that up. Shout out Urkel. The head-to-head matchups. What the fuck do you remember about Giannis from the head-to-head matchups? Literally, what do you remember? The only thing I remember about the last head-to-head matchup was Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe lost his mind. Also, the last head-to-head matchup, I remember when the Rockets couldn't hit a shot. Harden would have had 20 assists assists if they could shoot that night. And I remember when Harden guarded Giannis in the post, and Giannis was immobilized. So I want to know. I want y'all to respond to me in the comments. Respond to me on Twitter. I got a new page, Pavage Daily Takes. Respond to me on there. Respond to me on my personal page. Respond to me on Hoops and Brews. Respond to me anywhere you want to respond to me. I want you to explain to me how in the fuck you want to rationalize Giannis winning this MVP besides the fact you don't like the way James Harden play. James Harden should have three MVPs. I think last year was a lifetime achievement award, but I'm not mad at him winning it because, again, he didn't win it the other years. He did average 30. I thought that LeBron had did. I thought LeBron had a better individual season, but I knew that he was not going to win the award. I think he was, what, fifth, fourth in the East? At 50 games, Harden wins 54 games. You want to talk to me about winning the man won 54 games? Let me, let me, let me make sure it's 54 before I say what I said. The Rockets won, I think it was 54, though. 53 games in the West. So, ain't like we can talk about winning. Division champs as well. Right? After the All-Star break, we're the best team. They won 53 games and half the team hurt half the year. The man you paying $41 million to played 58 games and gave you 15 and 8. The other man in which you paying, I think Capelligan will pay, what, $80 million? Played 67 games, giving you 16 and 12, which is nice. I thought that if Compella would have played the whole entire season, he would have been an all-star. The only man who was out there with the man every night was P.J. Tucker, who didn't make an all-defensive team, and that is embarrassing. He should have made an all-defensive team over Kawhi. Kawhi played 66 games. Y'all got to stop voting off name. I don't know who these media members are, but I'm telling you, my life goal in life is to get an NBA media vote because y'all don't do it right. Y'all too much vote for names, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You don't know basketball. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're watching. Like, Harden was a show every single night doing a 30-point streak. You tuned in to see if he just scored 30 points. He was a show. What, I think he had five 50-point games? Let me actually look at it. I actually screenshot it on my phone to make sure I could read it off. The man had seven 50-point games, 19 40-point games, Two 60-point games. Do you understand you might not ever see this again in your life? James Harden had the best individual season in 30 years since Michael Jordan. Since Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He's in that conversation when it comes to individual season. Seasons. Do you understand what you just watched? And you didn't get that man no MVP award? Because you don't like that he gets fouled? Tell the man to stop fouling him. Don't be mad because he better at drawing contact than the other people. Especially the Warriors fans. Did you not see Steph Curry fucking doing splits in the air? Did you not see him throwing his butt back on every single floater? Did you not see it? 
especially the Kawhi people. Did you not see him screaming every time he got touched? Did you not see that? Or do you just only not like it when Harden do it? You got to stop, man. Steph Curry first MVP should have shipped that bitch to Houston. He shouldn't have it. The fact that you get to sit out four, people say, oh, he sat out fourth quarters. The fact you get to sit out fourth quarters because you probably had a 15-point lead and your bitch came in and increased the lead or held the lead is even more of a reason as to why you shouldn't win MVP. You were not the most valuable player. You were just on the best team. No. No. I usually don't ever think the MVP should come from the best team. You had the best team. You did what you should have done. I always go with the guy who did more or less. The same thing. The year when uh, I think the Rockets won however many games and they gave the MVP to Russ. I said Harden don't deserve it. Give it to Russ. He averaged a triple-double. When you seen the man average a triple-double. So again, I think Harden is the most disrespected superstar of this generation. Um, it's disheartening to me. Um, and I think one day, at least I hope one day, that I think Harden is a new Charles Barkley. And I think that people don't really understand how good Chuck was, especially if you didn't see it. I even think people that saw it don't even understand how good Chuck was. Like, oh, he couldn't get it done. Gee, he lost to Mike. Mike scored fucking 55 points in a finals game. What you want me to do against that, bro? I'm just like, come on, bro. The only team Harden has consistently lost to over the past four to five years is the Warriors. One of the best teams of all time. What you want him to do about that, bro? What? What you want me to do about that, bro? Now, again, game six is still the worst performance I've ever seen from a professional basketball team this year. But still, what you want me to do about that, bro? What? What you want me to do, bro? What? 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 It's like when people shit on Patrick Ewing for losing the mic. Gee, he lost the mic and the Bulls. What you want me to do? What? 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 Then he went to the finals and went seven with Hakeem. John Starks played for the Rockets in game seven. What you want him to do? What? You going to discredit that man? You going to tell me he ain't all-time great because he ain't got a ring? You going to do that? You going to do that? I hate ring culture. I don't like the media members who vote on this. I hate the fans who want to nitpick and find something to pick at. Oh, we don't like that he shoots so many free throws. Did you hate the fact when Michael Jordan shot 13 fucking free throws and I think it was back-to-back years in 87 and 88? Did you hate that? The league-wide joke that you couldn't touch Michael Jordan? Remember the goddamn Dream Team documentary in which the man Magic Johnson said you can't get too close to Michael or it's a foul? Did you hate that? Or was it Michael Jordan so you ain't have an issue? Did he do cool dunks and fadeaways so you ain't have an issue? I guess you don't like to step back three as Harden do, and he hoop a little bit husky so you don't rock with it. You don't want to on it. Okay. I know. I know. I know. You praise AI MVP. Now, look, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this podcast because of Allen Iverson and Michael Jordan. Without AI... My basketball fandom wouldn't have continued without Michael Jordan. My basketball fandom wouldn't have started. But I got to keep it all the way G. When AI winning them goddamn MVP awards, shooting the ball damn near 30 fucking times a night, did you complain about that? Nah, you loved it because he had tattoos and he wore cool fucking shooting sleeves. So you loved it. You loved it. 
That's disrespectful. You talking about oh well, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, Harden shot so many free throws a game, so you know he should average thirty six. Giannis dunked more than anybody, so he should average twenty seven points. He fucking dunked the whole damn game. Dunked. He should shoot. What he shoot from the field? How efficient was he? Fifty seven percent from the field. He should. You dunked the whole game. Excuse me. You dunked the whole game. His true shooting percentage should be 64%. You dunked the whole game. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful to the game of basketball. Look, if the man get to win the award, fine. You know what? I disagree. But I think the discrepancy in which he won is completely disrespectful. And you talk to any NBA player, they'll probably tell you the same damn thing. The ones who wouldn't don't like Harden. I promise you. I promise you. What you saw James Harden do this year, you will never see again. Well, you might see it again, but it's going to take a while. I promise you. I can promise you. That's disrespectful. And let me get to Luka Doncic, Trey Young. I'm going to keep it all the way G with you. I think because, look, I want to say Luka had a great rookie season. All of that. But let's keep it G. I think the league always looks for... There's only a couple times in which the league gets to find a great white hope. I think that, like Larry Bird, again, not saying Larry Bird wasn't hard. Larry Bird was hard. Not saying Luka Doncic didn't have one of the best rookie seasons ever. But the discrepancy that I saw for rookie of the year voting is disrespectful. Trey Young gets two first place votes? I'm sorry. No. Two? No. 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 The month in which everybody, first of all, Luka Doncic coming in came into a much better situation than what Trey Young came into coming in. So, of course, Luka steps in and produces right away. He's in a better situation. Trey Young's in Atlanta with a rookie in his backcourt with John Collins out the first month of the season. I don't even know who was starting at the four. I can't remember. Probably a late first-round pick at the four. I think for the second half of the season... Trey Young was much better than Luka Doncic. If you want to talk about winning, his team also pretty much seemed to win more than Luka Doncic's team. Again, I'm not saying Luka shouldn't have won the award. I personally think it should have been co-rookie a year. But I'm not saying Luka shouldn't have won the award. But the discrepancy I see, I think it's another thing in which you want to crown somebody. Again, Luka, you know, from Europe, he's white. And you want to crown him. And that's okay, again. Luka had one of the best rookie seasons I've personally seen. But so did Trey Young. <laughs> what was he? Second in assists amongst everyone? Let me make sure. Leaders. He averaged 8.1 assists a game. And as far as total assists, assist percentage, he was third. With 40, 40% of his possessions ended in um, assists. And as far as assists as a whole, he ended the season second with 600 and 53 assists. Luca ain't even on this list for most assists. Assists per game, Luca ain't even on this list. So what we voting on? Man, man finished the season averaging 19 points and 8 assists in 30 minutes. What we voting on, bro? What are we voting on? What are we really voting for? Well, what are y'all really voting for? Because I ain't in there yet. It's one of my life goals. 
What are y'all voting on, bro? Are you voting for popularity? Are you voting on what's cool? Are you voting on the market? Are you voting on who you just personally want to crown? Is that what you voting on? Because to me, that's what it seemed like. Because that ain't right. I'm sorry. Two for, look, look, look. I'm not saying Luca should not have won. If you want to give it to him, fine. I have no issue with that. Luca, uh, TBJ always say he had a better season than Bron. I don't think he did, but I think his rookie season was comparable to what LeBron did. Or to, I mean, pretty much in the past decade. Is Blake in this decade? Yeah. Besides him, him, Blake Griffin, and Tyreek Evans have had the best rookie seasons in the past decade. So, not saying he shouldn't have won. But for the discrepancy to be like what it was, it's disrespectful to what Trey Young did this year with the Atlanta Hawks. It's disrespectful. And I think that this is the league and also the media trying to crown a new white hope. I'm sorry. Call me what you want. I'm sorry. Because the voting shouldn't look like that. Again, I'm not saying the man shouldn't have won. But the voting shouldn't look like that. He sh- it, 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 it shouldn't be damn near unanimous. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Same with the Giannis Harden shit. That's disrespectful. Giannis could win, but the voting shouldn't look like that. And then moving on. Getting off the NBA awards again. I think it was a great event. Shout out Pascal Siakam. I agree with him winning that award. Um, I know D'Lo was an all-star, but Siakam pretty much came out of nowhere this season to do what he did. Um, I agree with the sixth man of the year award. Uh, Coach Bud winning Coach of the Year. I'm not mad at it. I personally would have went with Doc, though. I think Doc did a better coaching job. I think Doc did not more with less talent, but he did a lot with less talent than what um, 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 Coach Bud did. So I would have personally went with Doc Rivers or Mike Malone over Bud, but that's just the way that I vote, and that's just the way that I think when you're judging the best, I'm never going to go with who has the most talent. I'm going to go with the person who did more with less or almost as much with less. That's just the way I vote, and that's the way I look at the best. Period. So, yeah, I mean, shit, if, if I was in the 90s, I probably wouldn't have voted for Mike some years. I probably would have voted for somebody else. And I'm from Chicago. Some of them years. Some of some of those years. But moving on, saw a video today that said um, last year in the finals, Iggy played with a fractured leg and the Warriors put it out as a bone bruise. Like I said, the Warriors need to be investigated for malpractice. That gives me even more. And and Iggy said, nah, my leg is fractured. The Warriors pressing them to get back out there because, again, they said they said it's a bone bruise. He's like, nah, my leg is fucking fractured. Then you put it out as a bone bruise, and everybody's pressing to get back on the court. Same you with KD. You put it out there as a calf strain when he probably really had an Achilles strain, which is micro tears in your Achilles, and now that man went out there and tore his Achilles. What if Iggy Wood went out there and nurkish his fucking leg in the damn finals? The Warriors training staff needs to be investigated heavily. They need to be fired, or somebody needs to sue the Warriors for malpractice because that ain't right what they doing to their players over there. That ain't right. I'm sorry. Period. That ain't right. I'm not rocking with it. And if other teams do it, they should be investigated and their training staff should also be fired. I'm sorry. Playing basketball with a fractured leg is not tough. It's stupidity. That doesn't like, 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 that doesn't make you a quote unquote warrior. It makes you stupid. Why would you do that? Like, we're not even talking about, you know, your basketball career. Your livelihood for the rest of your life is at stake. Iggy is still a very young man. 
It's not like this man is 60 years old. This is the first quarter of his life. Hopefully, the man still got like 50 years left on this earth. Playing basketball with a fractured leg in the finals garden. LeBron with a fractured fucking leg. And you sent that man out there like that? Telling everybody it's a bone bruise? You think that's okay? Golden State Warriors, Dub Nation, defend this. Warriors World, defend this. All of y'all, defend this. Defend this. Defend it. I want to hear it. Because that ain't right. Now look. I just know about the Warriors doing it because Iggy spoke on it. I'm sure other teams do it as well. But if other teams do it as well, I will tell you the exact same thing. Like when D-Rose, you know, the Bulls, like the 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 what 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 really happened with that situation was the Bulls should have ruled him out for the year. Like the Knicks did with Porzingis, or like the Knicks did when they got Porzingis. You know what? He's out for the year. Period. He's not playing. Because you're putting pressure on these players to come back and play when they're not healthy. And then fans don't even understand the extent of the injury. So then they get labeled with this, oh, he's too soft tag. And now, you know, I mean, obviously, in this day and age, like, it's very easy for the players. Like, it's really hard to avoid comments, even for me. And I'm not any type of, you know, like, fucking soup. I'm not a celebrity. But it's still very hard for me to avoid comments. Like, there's very many ways to get your message to me or for you to let it be known what you're thinking. So for an NBA player who has millions of followers or hundreds or hundreds of thousands of followers on every website, there's so much media coverage, it's also very easy for us to get our message to them. And you force that man out there and look what happened to the man. I think the wars need to be investigated. I think their training staff needs to be possibly sued. IT needs to sue Danny Ainge, too, because he ruined that man's career. I want to throw that in there as well. I keep saying that. Throw that to sue that man, IT. I think the Warriors training staff need to be investigated for malpractice because that ain't right, period. But I got to go. I got to go to L.A. Sparks practice. So I'm going to get off this. Pass daily hot takes. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow.